0: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about
0: this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters
2: at the Star in Frisco.
0: Hand Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry,
1: sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown.
0: Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, Rob Phillips and Bill
3: Jones.
4: And it's time for a morning-after edition of Talking Cowboys on a very windy Monday in Frisco, Texas. All of a sudden, about an hour ago, a Blue Northern blew in, and the temperature dropped from about 64 degrees to 44 degrees in no time at all. And the temperature has dropped on this Cowboy season here. And after what happened uh, last night, as we embark on the second half of this season after the loss to the Vikings uh, last night, 28-24, but before we get into all of that, we want to uh, wish a very good Veterans Day to everyone out there. Very important day. Let's keep this stuff in perspective and, uh, and just uh, keep a thought for all of those who have uh, who make it uh, possible for us to enjoy NFL football. And uh, I know I've got uh, some veterans in my family who have uh, passed on, including my father who served in the Navy and his brothers, one who, who died in the
2: war, and it's a very important holiday for all of us. Mickey, how are you doing? Rob, I'm how are you doing? doing good. My dad served in the Army in World War II. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, was there the second D-Day I landed on Normandy Beach. Omaha Beach, I mm-hmm. should say, in Normandy.
5: It's well said, Bill. My dad, uncles, got to keep things in perspective, right? That's Even right. on a day like this, where it's a disappointing loss for the Cowboys, um, hard fought game. But you know, they lost to a good team. Didn't make enough plays on either side of the ball at the end.
4: Yep, and it uh, came right down to the wire. I know that uh, many of you would like to chime in as well. We'll open up the phone lines here over the course of the next 45 minutes. You can do that at 888-855-2297. But let's uh, start with your uh, takeaways from uh, what happened on Sunday night. Well,
2: <laughs> where to begin? It's a deep subject, <laughs> it's very complicated, but... Um, as I simplified for my uh, column that should be posted any time now, uh, I thought the the biggest takeaway was the Cowboys just basically got out physical, out-muscled in that game, both lines of scrimmage. On offense, couldn't run the ball. Defense, they couldn't stop the run. Uh, and when you have problems with those two things, I don't care anything about your— Sky war offenses, right? There it is. <laughs> at some point, you got to stop the run, and at some point, you've got to be able to run the ball at least a little bit uh, to be able to keep balance in this game. The Cowboys could do neither, and that's been a recipe for losses uh, previously to very good teams uh, when they can't stop the run. They couldn't stop the run against the Packers, uh, and, and, and they got beat. Uh, They had problems stopping some big plays against the Saints. They got beat. I'll take you back to last year in the playoff game against the Rams, the regular season game against the Indianapolis Colts. Those teams used the Cowboys' aggressiveness defensively against them, and the Vikings did exactly the same thing, especially in the second half. So here we are with another close call uh, down to the wire. If you've lost now – uh, your four games, or three of the four games, by a total of uh, eight points, and you're five and four, tied for first in the NFC East, and I don't think anybody's celebrating that. It's still in
5: front of you, but I mean, you start looking at the standings, and you've lost to some teams that it could come down to tiebreakers at the end. So you got to focus on your division. As far as Sunday night, it's funny how it's such a week-to-week league right you know two games the last two games defensively they get seven takeaways they do a really you know solid job all the way around defensively and Mickey spoke to it Dalvin Cook he's a different beast and they knew that coming in they did a nice job on him running against the run for a half I think he had 27 yards at halftime but he also had That's the other part of his game, and I talked about it during the week. There's a little bit of Barkley to him, Saquon Barkley. His ability in the passing game in those two screens led to two early touchdowns. Um, Especially when there's no
2: defensive guys in front
5: of him. Well, they did a nice job blocking it up. You know, I think the the second one he had for 30 yards, (laughs) you you saw two guys push Sean Lee out of bounds and out of the play. I mean, they, they really execute those well. And as Mickey said, as the second half got rolling, they kind of controlled the line of scrimmage, not only with Cook, but with Madison, their rookie, did a nice job running the ball. They went with two tight ends a lot. They went with the fullback. And they just lined up and did what they had to do, physical, running the football. And, and that was the difference. Offensively, of course, Dak was horrendous, and they made a
2: lot of plays in the passing game. So, Bill. Yes? Have you ever seen, and I wish I could go back and count up the plays how many times the Viking used 12 personnel, 22 personnel, and 13 personnel in a game? It was almost like that. we got a sign up here: we are going to run right at you, and I don't care if you know we're coming. I don't care if we've got two tight ends and a fullback out there uh, with a running back, or if we've got just three tight ends, one wide receiver, and a running back. We are gonna run right at you. They made no bones about it. They didn't disguise it. They went old school with CJ Ham at fullback. Yes. Back. Yes. And, and and I don't know what you do. You know, can you go with five defensive linemen and, and just three defensive backs cuz they weren't going to throw it but that none of that is a surprise it wasn't like right. they changed no, they what that. they what yeah. they
4: what they have done i assume throughout the season i know recently in fact last week cj ham had 22 snaps and we talked about it last week that the cowboys will see more Two tight end or fullback in a tight end or three tight end formations in this game than they've seen yeah. all season because I mean even like last week Rudolph and and Herb Smith they were both one was on the field for fifty five plays the other forty three plays LaQuan Treadwell was their third receiver who's only on the field for twenty snaps in the entire game a week ago and I haven't looked at the snap counts for this week yet but it shouldn't come as a surprise that that was what they were going to do and that is how they built this team they already had a second round draft pick in Dalvin Cook and they spent a third round draft pick on Madison this year because they want to emphasize and help out their quarterback who is prone to mistakes you have to be able to run the football
5: Mickey and I talked about that on the walkout on two o'clock in the morning that this isn't Washington for Kirk Cousins I mean they've the Cowboys have played him a lot he'll give you a turnover every now and then. at least in Washington he did he's only got three picks in this game or this season no takeaways for the Cowboys. He did an effective job managing the game and he got his tight ends involved, especially down in the red zone. It so, was it was good, just good balance and you know good
2: game plan for Minnesota. And not only did they run for 153 yards, <laughs> but their three leading receivers in the game were a running back, a tight end, and a tight end. Those guys counted for 16 passes, 16 receptions. Diggs He made one play in the entire game, and oh, what a play it was, and it was worth three points, right? Uh, an important three points because if they don't get that field goal at the end of the half, yeah, uh, you know, it's a different story on the last basically the last full drive the Cowboys had possession in the game. But
4: and sure. oh, oh, by the way, another reason that it would, was no surprise they would have this game playing is the fact they were playing without their best receiver, Adam Thielen. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. you look at the box
5: score and you say, okay, there's no Thielen. Diggs is going to get you three catches for 49 yards. You taking that? I mean, uh-huh. I, I would take that, but. You also don't want seven catches for 86 by Dalvin Cook, and he's got eight out of nine games this year, 100 all-purpose yards plus. I mean, the guy is he's outstanding. He slipped through tackles. He, was he expl- runs with a head of steam. Explosive at the point of attack. I mean, he's he's the best back they've seen this year in terms of what the production on the field. Better than Barkley.
4: Especially the way the the Vikings use him. Uh, there yeah. are times where the Giants don't use Barkley when they should be using him. Now Barkley only had one yard on thirteen carries yesterday, right, against the Jets. And by the way, speaking of the Jets, okay, this game right here, it was a terrific matchup. I mean, when you sit back and look at it, it was a terrific matchup for a Sunday night, marquee, two offenses going at each other. All right, one team's got to win, one team's got to lose. Okay, And what it underscores more than anything is the ridiculousness of the loss to the Jets. I mean that Jets loss is going to come back and haunt this team and because these games against the Vikings okay it's it's going to go either way. A I game against the Saints yeah. it's going to go either way. The Even result. the game in 2 weeks from now against the Patriots it can go either way. The result
5: here but. is disappointing but it shouldn't shock you mm-hmm. that you, I think we all thought this would be
4: a pretty close contest that's why you got to take care of business against the teams that they've all the other teams that they have taken care of business against and so um, i mean they should be sitting here six and three instead of five and four if they would have taken care of business against the jets
2: glad you guys are coming over to my dark side on that point Oh, I was always there. I told you after it happened it's gonna come back at some point. It's gonna come back in Honor. Well they have to get
4: one of these they they have to get these wins, like the Patriots. They need to get a win now. I mean the importance of this Detroit game is just through the roof right now. When you look you got the Patriots the next week. But but they need to steal a win in New England to offset the Jets loss. Oh no question. And and these those losses happen. I mean, I
5: know it's a division game, but the Saints lose to a one and seven Falcons yeah. team yesterday at home.
4: Yep. Yeah.
5: Those losses happen, but yeah, you're gonna have to be able to steal one. This would have
4: been a nice one for sure. The difference is the Saints got that win with their backup quarterback against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to offset what happened one, yesterday. Right? Yeah.
2: Well, same recipe though, right? Fall behind, slow start. And you know what it's, Can it's, you explain it at this it's point? One thing, I mean, but it's one thing if your offense malfunctioned or didn't malfunction. They had they ended up with two third and sixes on those first two possessions and they didn't they didn't convert. They tried a 57-yard field goal and it was the worst field goal attempt ever. Uh, Ever that huh? he missed, that was terrible. The God, the, he never gave the ball a chance, right? But he that missed, doesn't he mean he missed it by fifty-seven yards. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it was—he he didn't hit it. It I was know, like I, a lion duck he, snort. He, yeah,
5: he didn't get the foot on it. it was like
2: a Ken Harrelson, you... Ken Harrelson duck snort. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It's over my head, but okay. Uh, but that, okay, so you don't score your first two possessions, but that doesn't mean the defense has to give up two. F- Touchdowns on the first. Well, two goals. well, it,
4: it, you 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 miss a fifty-seven-yard field goal, and it's like a turnover. Yeah, you it know? is. You're giving the ball at midfield, and, forty-seven and, and So you line. wonder if okay, we've fallen in love a little too much with the long field goals. I, I, that one, I don't, I don't put it on the defense. I know they gave up a
5: touchdown, but like Mickey said, Minnesota starts at their own forty-seven, and I looked it up. Maher's fourteen of twenty this year on field goals. He's four of 8, 50-plus, and I know a couple. I think were sixty-plus that he hit. It's not a gimme, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a 50-50 gimme.
4: proposition that you're going to basically have a turnover yeah. right there.
5: And I know Jason Garrett said they got a lot of faith in him, and they should. He's great from that distance, but he's not he's not automatic. And it,
2: you know, that that was a momentum swing early, no question. But at least give the ball a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like if it came up short or if it was just wide to the right or hit the upright, all right, fine. This thing landed over almost to the sideline, it seemed like. All right, I exaggerate. Yeah, you're... <laughs> but I never... didn't see
4: where it landed, so it might have.
2: It, it I, And I don't know if it ever got high enough to get over
4: this crossbar. I think it went out the, the ramp and yeah. it rolled up the hill and it
2: wound up over by the ballpark in Arlington. It was like it was trying to catch that, that cat from last week. You know? Okay. All right. All um, right. But the slow start. So yes. that's seven of nine games they've been behind in. Explain it. And and one of them that they weren't behind, they were leading the Dolphins 10-6 at halftime. That's almost like being behind. What's, what, that. what's the reason for it? I, I, this time, they just didn't execute and they didn't play good defense. I mean... The the first couple of possessions they they and this was no surprise either they blitzed right shocking.
5: <laughs> you said we that know, during the week. You we said, know on
2: third down they're coming after you and and they they created problems early in the game until the Cowboys I don't know if they adjusted uh, or they finally beat it enough that they backed off and that's probably why they ended up with what 400 and some, 447 I, yards offense and Dak 397 passing. I thought Dak. That- got some nice protection in the second half and but and some of it but, was him too By yeah, the way. oh by
5: an extra time he was he was amazing in the game no question about it um but i think he got hit nine times yes and they got after him and and um uh, like we talked about it griffin on one edge uh hunter on the other there that's a that's a load um but they made a lot of plays in the passing game i know the one of the narratives coming out is going to be, did they run too much, particularly on first down? And Jason Garrett on the fan this morning, I think alluded to it. You alluded to it too, Mick. When you're blitzing like that, you're trying to establish some semblance of balance. They try to do that against the Jets too. Just try to keep them away, keep them back. Um, is that
4: what Jason was saying this this morning?
5: Well, when he he said you're trying to keep them at least a little bit honest, if you can, um, because they were, and I think this is quoting Jason, they were hell-bent on stopping the run, and um, and they did they did burn them on the blitz, especially with some of those crossing routes, some of those slants by Amari. Uh, but they really did sell out to stop Zeke and and two point four yards a carry. And then obviously we can get we can get into that late drive as well.
4: And why don't we do that when we come back here on Talking Cowboys? Let's uh, talk second and third down play calling on that second to last possession for the Cowboys against the Vikings. We're just getting started here on a Monday
0: edition of Talking Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualified frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give me an
1: S. 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 Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell?
2: So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer.
0: Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized Intense Therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com/cowboys and use the code word teamjb. That's getjackblack.com/cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks,
5: free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the Star in Frisco? How about a exclusive and on command that's right news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else with our exclusive cowboys content on alexa you can have all the answers secrets stories and more what's stephen jones thinking during a game what's joe looney's favorite pregame meal we take your questions to cowboys players and coaches and you can hear the answers directly back to you just say alexa open
0: dallas cowboys Back. Talking
4: Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues on a Monday after the loss to the Minnesota Vikings 28-24. And join us at another official Dallas Cowboys watch party presented by AT&T on Sunday, November 24th. Enjoy a festive game day atmosphere on Tostito's Championship Plaza at the Star in Frisco as the Cowboys take on the New England Patriots. Admission and parking are free. Visit thestarinfrisco.com for details. Details. That's got to be a 325 kickoff it is. at New England. So, so no so watch
2: party for, the, for brunch for the Detroit game? For the Detroit game. game.
4: Detroit game is noon Central time, and so no. Apparently no watch party this week because people are still at church at noon. They're just getting out, Mickey, and so that's why they don't do the watch
2: party then, Let's I guess. See. okay.
4: That's nothing to do with the opponent.
2: That. Hurt the attendance at Texas Stadium when they were playing all those noon games? (laughs) Yes, it did. Yeah, supposedly. It was a late-arriving crowd. It was, always was. Fortunately, we don't have
4: very many uh, noon kickoffs anymore. But, okay, it's Sunday, November 24th, a week from Sunday, Cowboys and the Patriots. And, by the way, the Lions, it'll be very interesting to monitor this week whether Matthew Stafford will be playing for the Lions after he did not play yesterday. And Jeff Driscoll was the starting quarterback as the Lions lost to the Chicago Bears. All right, let's dive into the second-to-last possession for the Cowboys against the Vikings. They matriculate their way all the way down the field. Started with a terrific pass from Dak to Randall Cobb to get out of a hole, and they're moving it down the field, and then they get down to a second-and-two at, what, the 12-yard line or so, and two straight run plays. What do you think with those two
2: calls? Go ahead, Mick. I was okay... Uh, I would say with the uh, first one, um, because it was two yards, right? Um, the second one, Zeke said it was supposed to be an RPO, but it didn't matter what they had called on that um, because the defensive lineman blew up the play, and, and, and the Cowboys had to do better job of blocking uh, on that play, uh, it's third and basically third and goal uh, at the eleven. And what happened? Well, it was third and two. Third and well, yeah, third and two. I'm sorry, yeah. I put a goal there. Mm-hmm. Th- third and two at the eleven, and Odin Agbo. <laughs> Good enough. It's pretty close. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's what the pronunciation thing says too. Okay. Does it really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's wrong, too. Connor Williams, <laughs> Connor Williams gets a right shoulder on him. He cut to the inside. And, it, and I can't tell what he was supposed to do because he, he kind of got him, and then he went to the second level. So to me, there, there, there was not going to be a pass play because if, if he had pulled the ball back, it, he was downfield already. And unfortunately, he didn't get enough of him because by the time Travis Frederick came over, he got through. And he blew up the play for what was it a three three, three yard, yard loss? loss. Um, so, but here's what I go back to. So, how about the third to the last possession? You got first in goal yeah. at the six yard line. You run Zeke for nothing or oh, one yard. Where they get a field goal? Yeah. And then what did you do the next two plays? By the way, tried to throw. And, and Steven Weatherly comes in and blows the play up, and you got to throw the ball away out of bounds to save from getting a sack. All right? And on third down, what did they do? Threw the ball again uh, over the middle to Jason Witten in the end zone, and Kendricks runs into him. He gets knocked down. The ball goes incomplete. I had Harrison Smith, but good enough. Okay. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. And uh, go back and look at it, <laughs> okay. by the way. And, and then you got to kick a field goal. So you left four points on the field on a first and goal at the six. You threw the ball twice, and it didn't work. You, next time, you ran the ball twice, and it didn't work. So which, which is at fault? Because those four points you left on the field that first time,
5: you cost you the game. Yeah, they went one for three in the red zone and and missed a field goal. You know that's that's pretty much the difference in the game right there. That last the second to last drive you referenced, Bill. I mean, on the RPO, the defense is going to dictate basically what you got to do there. Um, Amari Cooper was asked about it. You know, second he said it's second and two. It's Zeke. You know, we're going to run the ball with with Zeke. It's Zeke Elliott. Yeah, um, I had
4: I had no problem with the second and two run of Zeke.
5: And you're trying. I mean. Am I wrong that you're you trying not to leave? You think you're mm-hmm. you haven't that, that, scored that yet. Factors but you, in, but got you got a little does. greedy. You think you're going to score, or you're confident you can score, but you don't want to leave too much time on the clock. See, Green Bay playoff game, twenty January twenty seventeen. Um, but they didn't they didn't get there, and, and you also want to keep your timeouts. Yeah, that and too. But you know, Zeke gets. Gets stopped there. I think his longest rush in the game was was six yards. I mean, they did it like Mickey said. They did a good job at the at the point of attack with the Vikings' defensive line. And the stat from David Moore, uh, I don't. Did you? I guess you looked it up as, yourself as well.
4: If, Third, I think it was Bob Thomas. Was it Bob about Thomas not getting first down? Well, rushing?
2: actually, it's in it's in the. I, I was surprised. It's in the record uh, portion of the media guide.
4: Okay. Third
5: time in franchise history, they did not run for a first down in a game. You I mean, me that's that, me that tells you everything you need to know about about you know their their struggles to get balance in this game.
2: You want me to tell you how bad that is? How bad is that? So the last time that occurred was 2007, the final game of the season when they basically punted against the Redskins. Remember, they pulled everybody out. They already had mm-hmm. their record. I think of what it was going to be, if I remember correctly. Uh, no rushing first downs, and the last time. Before that, that it happened? 1964. 1970, (laughs) November 11th, 50 seasons ago to the day.
4: Hmm. 1970?
2: Uh, I think it would be 49 seasons. No, it was 50. Seasons, okay. Long time ago. Seasons, but not years. Okay, okay. i I got you. Long time. I got you. So that's how (laughs) rare what you saw yesterday was. 50. Fifty seasons, not years. Okay, let's go. What? That's like this is the 60th season. <laughs> my, of the my reaction Cowboys.
4: on the third and two run was, "What are they doing?"
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: And so I the mean, second and two, I had no problem running it. Third and two, I was like, "Whoa!" And what then, is that?
5: Yeah. And then you get to fourth down, and it's it's to Zeke out out wide. Um, it looked like he might have had Cobb on that play, but I think no, he, was, he
2: had Cobb on. He, that
5: it looked play. like he had a step. Uh, but obviously you're, you're rushed in that decision. you got you got to make one
2: quickly. He gave up looking to the right. He looked to the right initially to see what they did with Cooper, and they had a guy over the top of Cooper, and they ran somebody underneath him so the slant wasn't there, and he quickly came off of it. And he focused on Zeke, and Cobb was breaking over the middle. looked like he was open, but he never saw him. All right, let's go to Scott in Jersey. You're
4: first up here on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Scott.
3: Hey, guys. Good morning. Tough game last night. Um, you know, it, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys are right there, and I hate to harp on it, but the coaching last night was terrible on both sides of the ball. We just can't adjust. How do you go for a 50-yard field goal, 54-yard field goal, when your first drive stalls out? You've got to punt that ball. You've got to play defense. You don't know Cook's going to run through you. But then again, then there's a 54-yard field goal again. He doesn't go for. It. He punts it, and not throwing the flag on Witten in the end zone. It's, I know you guys even say it's 11% chance of it overturning, but that was probably if anyone's going to get overturned, that one's going to get overturned. And one other thing is with the coaching, when they're down, they're down late in the game. You don't kick that field goal. You got to go for the touchdown, and then maybe later on. With another drive, you can do a 54-yard field goal, which would be totally acceptable. But the coaching, the coaching in all aspects last night was just broken down. They don't adjust. They just don't adjust. I appreciate you taking my call and still a Cowboy fan for the rest of my life. And let's go get him to beat up Detroit next week.
2: It's hard to be a fan. <laughs> it is.
5: It is. Was... When you win a couple games in a row? You think like you're building momentum? All right, or... let
4: me throw you a crazy thing out there. And there's no way a coach would ever do this. But once it got down on that second-to-last possession. You wanted them to kick the field goal? Yeah, I, I'm not saying I wanted them to kick the field goal. I'm saying, what if? To go, I, down, I, to go down one? I, okay, listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, okay. Hear me out on this. Okay. You had three timeouts left. Okay? Yep. So what happened, as it turns out? Okay, he falls forward three times and punts. Minnesota, Minnesota punted, and you got the ball back. Well, and that's another question on the punt return, uh, Tavon. That wasn't that the fair catch. Jason
5: Garrett was asked about that, by the way. He said they told him if if you don't feel like you've got a good opportunity to go north and south, you make the decision, and and he he judged it. Tavon did and said, well let's not waste time on the clock and let's just fair catch it.
4: Okay, but but as crazy as this sounds, I know what you're saying. You got three timeouts left and with whatever Minnesota called timeout with forty-two seconds left on the fourth before the fourth and five play. You kick the field goal and you make it a one-point game. You don't onside kick. Okay. You can't if you want, but you don't you're not gonna get get an onside kick. You okay. don't onside kick, okay. you kick it deep. Same scenario plays out. You stop them three times. Now you're going to have a little less. No, you won't. You'll have the same amount of time left. Okay, because you kick it through the end zone. They take it at 25. Okay, and you're going to have a little bit more yardage you'll have to make up. But you got a kicker. You can kick a 60 yard field goal. Where'd they get down to on that last drive? As it was anyway. Uh, They got to the. It's crazy. But if a if a coach really believed in his team that they could stop them and believe in your kicker and everything. It would be a, a, unbelievable if they did that. I'd love to see Twitter if that didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Can, well, you well, Can you imagine? Can
5: you imagine? They got to the Minnesota just, 45.
2: Just remember, though, they, 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 started, they started at the 14. Right. So there's 10-yard difference there. And they ended up – but they didn't even try. Right. All they wanted to do was – Soak the clock and because they knew get the timeouts that, but, out of the Because Cowboys. they they knew that the
4: Cowboys needed a touchdown. Right. Also, so right. their approach offensively would, would be different, different, especially on third being, down. Being up just one, knowing yeah. the Cowboys had a kicker who can kick a sixty-three yarder,
2: you are not just it, automatically running the ball in. That's the right. Line that's of right. Spreads. That's
4: why you can't play that game. But uh, it's a nice That, thought, that though. thought
2: crossed my mind. That how but crazy had you scored, would that? At least be? they were going to get the ball to twenty-five, right? And then when they punted, you are not catching the punt at the. What did they catch it at the forty-six? you know old. he could so, have gained. He could have gained easily ten yards uh, before he went out of bounds on the left sideline. But, but the time that gone would gone have off. taken instead of seventeen seconds, you probably would have had twelve.
4: What do you think about? Well, the, and then you don't have to. He didn't f- have to go
2: out of bounds. No, he didn't. I understand, yeah. but he yeah, would have right. because that's where he was headed. That's where the opening was. But again, yeah. to me, it was in his mind that he was calling a fair catch because he didn't even look to see where everybody was. He was already. <laughs> And what did you, you say hand. Jason said about
4: it?
5: Well, they, they told him, they if, told you, him. You, if you yeah. don't see an opportunity north okay. and south, so it, don't waste any time. You know, make and so it sounded like he came so on. Kind of made that decision. A,
4: he did have a green light that he could do it if he saw the opportunity. Yeah, he, exactly. it wasn't like they just told him flat out, "Fair catch it." The Veteran okay. punt returner. They left it up to him. He, I think did
2: Jason not say in hindsight, maybe you you do that a little differently? Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. Because he could have, he probably could have gained ten yards, but it would have taken five seconds. So but, now, it, but running a play seconds.
4: would take the five seconds too.
2: Right, right. So
4: I mean, well, they a,
2: ended up getting four plays out of it, right? Right, yeah, they didn't. They didn't go for the hail mary early.
5: They tried. This is what they do before the half. Sometimes with Witten or Jarwin, they try to get those quick outs and just get out of bounds and give yourself a little, little closer.
2: Should have fooled them and tried the hail mary twice. Well.
4: See, if you got a little bit closer there, then you can try that Hail Mary twice. Did you what maybe Zimmer's
2: response was the,
4: the other problem on take on the Hail Mary twice. is It takes longer to run that play that a well ten yard and out. It can get intercepted. It can get the, intercepted. The, first, the too. thing
5: I thought about was like, and Nick did too. It's like, and I doubt this is the case, but are you are you worried about a penalty a blocking the back or something? Just don't do anything that's going to compromise our field position here. Just fair catch it and then let's let's start from there. But, but I think guess that was the wasn't other the case.
2: The other part of that was he wasn't gonna have any blockers because they all rushed. So they probably wouldn't have committed a penalty if you just told them rush and stand there. So I it it, it was a it was a you know, I mean he could have caught it and got some more yards, but it would have burned some clock. So um well, they're what they were up. scared of it, he would have done one of his whirlish derby th- type things <laughs> and, and try to run this way and run that way, and the next thing you know, there's five seconds left in the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and he might have done that. Whirling dervish. Oh, I think it was a whirlish derby. Whirlish derby? <laughs> a whirlish derby. Okay. Uh, I kind of wh- transposed the ish. It's uh, yeah, okay. All right. We knew of of what transposed.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of
2: transposing,
4: Mickey's got his read coming up next year on Talking Cowboys. <laughs>
0: Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network
2: It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you.
1: Back to Talking Cowboys. Do you
2: have holiday travel in your future? Always. Take Jack Black along with you. You can get free travel buddies with your $65 purchase. You'll get a Pit Boss antiperspirant and deodorant, 1.3 ounces, and cool moisture body lotion, 1 ounce. Use code Travel. Offer details below. Shop now. What? <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. Offer details below. Yeah, on the now. read, you got to go to the bottom of the of the little notice. Are you so, if you're listening, yeah, you better do it by Tuesday at eleven fifty nine. So, you you
4: talk to Mickey, if you're listening, where do you look below? That's
5: why
2: I did it.
3: I wanted to
2: give you guys some fodder.
4: Because the read was perfect. It was. was, No Absolutely. There was
2: no Orlish Derby going on there. We could have also gone to all jacked up, too. Yeah. Let's do that. Deep Dive Glycolic Facial Cleanser. Boom! Glean, break, oil-free moisturizer. Turbo Wash Energizing Cleanser. Shop now. Hey, do y'all have your Christmas lights up yet? No. It's November I, 11th.
4: It's took, Veterans Day. We took down Halloween on Saturday. Okay. So I'm a little behind. We're supposed to do that already? Oh, well, my next-door neighbor, the Aggie next door, has his Christmas lights. He not only has the Christmas lights up. They are on, shining brightly. Why does he have to be an Aggie? (laughs) Was there something because there's an Aggie decoration in the front? (laughs) I got you. you. Uh, I'm sure your Christmas decorations. You have the Aggie football player out there, right? Don't you? I don't. I don't. Is it a requirement of all Aggies? They've got the Aggie football player out with their Christmas decorations, right? Right alongside Jesus. (laughs) Twelfth man out there.
5: I married a Baylor bear, so that's not allowed, but I have seen that around
4: Texas. That's you know, right. One that of what the, what the wise men is an Aggie football player. <laughs> that's football in Texas, That's for right. You. All right. Here's Aaron in New Brunfels, Texas. Hello, Aaron.
1: Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, I appreciate all the hard work you do on your show. I listen to it faithfully, so I appreciate that. Um, Going into the game last night, I feel like the game was lost in the first quarter. We just could not get it going offensively or defensively. And I'm wondering why the coaching staff has this hubris or attitude that we're going to do what we're going to do, and it's going to be that way, and that's it. With good coaching dictates that you change your game plan according to what other teams give you and I feel our coaching staff just doesn't meet the task when it comes to that they don't uh, adjust and change uh, to what the defense will give them last night Dak had the hot hand clearly um, but they didn't want to seem to go with that they wanted to seem to try to pound at will the ball with Zeke you just have to give what the defense gives you And I'll hang up and listen to your analysis. Thank you, guys.
4: Well, that was a great word there, hubris. That is our word of the day. Hubris describes a personality quality of extreme or foolish pride or dangerous overconfidence, often in combination
2: with arrogance. Or nerve. There's another word that starts with a B with it, too. Your eyebrows raised at hubris, Mick. What do you think of that? So I was wondering what he was talking about because— That's why I looked up hubris. (laughs) The Vikings were not overplaying the run. They were basically inviting them to run. They were blitzing a lot, but they were blitzing on passing downs. I didn't see a lot of eight- and nine-man fronts. They were basically—when they did that, the Cowboys were throwing the ball. When they got bottled up there on that last possession, when they went three wide— they had four down linemen and two linebackers, and that was it. So uh, I would like to know what – and he mentioned the first two possessions. They basically moved the ball, and, and they threw it. So I'm not sure what he meant by that. I guess running on first – down what if you run on second down? Is that okay? Like throw it on first down and run on second down? Does that make everybody feel better?
5: They did run a lot on first down. They did, and and found themselves in a lot of second and nine. And I mean, it. it I mean, that was the case. Well, the first, well, I mean, the two first drives, series, two drives. They
2: went. Zeke went for three, and then he went for two, and then he went for four, and then on they first threw, downs, yeah. yeah, and then they threw and they converted threw. on the first two,
4: and then uh, they kicked a field goal on the third right. after getting the. Second first down.
5: I mean, all that said, Dak Prescott threw forty six times. I mean, it's it's not like they didn't they refused to take advantage in the passing game, uh, but they did run a lot on first down and they didn't have success doing it. I mean, I can't can't argue that point.
2: So, what if you don't have success running on second down? Does that lessen the? Okay, problem? well, okay. Wait a second. Let's go to their first touchdown drive. They
4: yeah they ran absolutely first and ten. They ran Zeke plus two. Then they threw it on second and eight, got sacked, and then they had a great 20-yard completion to Cooper to keep the drive alive on third and 12. That's where his uh, And then they ran it on
5: the sideline there, tiptoe
4: one yeah, of his three circus right. catches. Yep. And then they they didn't run Zeke, but they ran Tavon on the next first down and then 23-yard touchdown to Gallup. So that was a successful drive that started with a Zeke first down run. Okay? Next time they had the ball, They were incomplete on first down, threw it to Cooper, first down. Then that first down, Zeke minus two, but they were still able to convert a third and 12 to Gallup for 15. Then on that first down, it was Zeke plus six. Longest run. Right. And then they got down to third down again, and uh, a complete to Jarwin for 23. And so they had two Zeke first
2: down runs on that drive, and it resulted in a touchdown drive. And then on 1st and 10 at the 25, they tried to reverse Cobb pass, pass and that's right. nobody was open, and he did the smart thing. He basically threw it out of bounds. And what'd they
4: do on 2nd and 10? They gave it to Zeke plus 3, and then on 3rd and 7, touchdown pass to Cobb. Okay, so it didn't just severely it, limit yeah, what you that, can They do. Still, they scored touchdowns on those drives. So it's not every time they give it to Zeke, and they don't have success on the drives. But that was later in the game, so it was they were ready to play by then, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what
2: <laughs>
5: they were right. better prepared. That's right. You know, you re- if you reverse what happened, if they scored at the end here, we're talking about how resilient this football team is, and they gave up a lot of yards to the the leading rusher in the league, but they still found a way to win. And Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper were terrific, and Randall Cobb broke out, and all that. I mean, there there was a lot of good that happened in this game. Uh obviously it just wasn't enough. And then well, when you lose, I mean, you focus on what they didn't
4: do right. And one of the biggest issues in the game was they had the ball one time in the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, the, the uh, time of possession was through the roof for Minnesota in the third quarter. They had, they had the ball for 12 minutes and 21 seconds. I
5: think the Dalvin Cook touchdown drive, it was a 13-play drive, and they ran 11 times with Cook and Madison. Seven-minute drive. And just, you know just hammered them up front, you know. That was a a terrific drive, and that was kind of symptomatic of of the entire game, or at least the second half where they got the line of scrimmage controlled.
4: And so it was a Minnesota long drive, 66 yards for a field goal to start the second half. Cowboys came back quickly scored in just a two-minute drive, scored a touchdown to take the lead, but then the Vikings were able to hammer it down the field and – I mean, we're talking – you want to talk about running the football?
2: Yes.
4: (laughs) Cook for two, two passes. It was Madison for four, Cook for six, Cook for 14, Madison for 12, Madison for three, Madison for 16, penalty. Cook for one, Cook for four. They finally threw the ball on third and goal, and then Cook on fourth and goal at the one uh, scored the touchdown. I believe that's called
2: persistence. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. they also took a pretty good chance there going for it on fourth, right? Mm-hmm. And then went But they were the, they were able to run the ball in this game. And then went for the two point conversion. Which was so big because you get to the end of the game and maybe a long Maher field goal ties it. Or had Maher hit the fifty seven yarder, they would have never gone for two. Hmm. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yep. But that's how close these games are. That's yep. right. I think uh, DeMarcus Lawrence talked for a while, and I think he was finally given up and he finally looked at me, yeah. and he goes, you know what? Because goes, somebody's got to win, and somebody's got to yeah. lose. Yeah, it that's was right. a hell
5: of a game. That's you know? right.
4: Yeah. If you just wouldn't have lost to the Jets. <laughs> Boy, now both of you are on that <laughs> one. All right, that does it for a Monday edition of Talking Cowboys. The break is next, and we'll talk at you again tomorrow.